Hello, welcome to the morning show. We're back. It's Tuesday, August 30th. We're almost out of August. I'm wearing jeans for the first time during the daylight. Probably since sometime in June. I'm over it. It's not. It's still too hot. I'd, I'd rather be wearing shorts, Maddie, but I'm wearing jeans. Because... Well, I lost weight, so like a lot of my shorts are baggy on me. A lot of my shirts are baggy on me. I was very teetering between like larges fit better, but I was on the smaller end. I w- they were always like not fitting. Mediums were way too tight and restrictive. Now mediums fit better. They're like tighter than the larges used to be on me. But some of the large shirts, I feel like I'm swimming in now. So right. my clothes situation and my shorts are super big because they're stretched out because I, I got them like, two summers ago so they're like the waistbands are all loose and stuff but i'm not gonna buy new shorts for a month because jean season starts no october and yeah. then i use, i like put my shorts in the attic until may i hate give me jeans and hoodies everyone who knows me knows that yeah that song was by anna tivel tibble and i during paternity leave did like one morning just randomly because i was had a morning and coffee and james in my hands and it was on the YouTube channel, which all these get posted to the YouTube channel. Thanks for joining live on AMP. Appreciate you. And if you uh, are listening at home or you want to listen at home in the future, you can just say, Alexa, play morning on AMP and it'll happen. But I love Anna Tibble and she's just a poet that writes songs. And I, this new album came out and um, I didn't, I haven't really gotten into it yet, like really into it because she... They're like poems. You need to like, like listen. And I did one. I did a show during paternity leave where I listened to one of her songs and I was explaining it and uh, why I liked it so much. I just read a review on a music review site all about this album, breaking down some of the songs. And I was like, oh, I want to I wanna get in, in there and like really think about them and stuff because she's awesome. If you like slow music. Although... Some of my favorite artists who are like really good songwriters are experimenting with like um, metronome or like EDM sounds, but not EDM, like in their like folk and like John Moreland did. And I, I, you probably don't know who John Moreland is, Maddie, but I love John Moreland songs. But his new albums, I'm a little disappointed. Like basically, he's going to go do live sets of his new album where he's acoustic and I'm going to hunt those down. Or he releases an acoustic version of them. Right. John Moreland's like the king of sadness. The king of sorrow. I think that this could be the most unrelated thing I've ever said. But um, T-Pain singing yeah. Buy You a Drink uh, uh, acoustic with, with, is yeah, beautiful. On NPR, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that song was so big. Mm-hmm. John Moran's, yeah. I mean, listen to the name of these songs. Heart's Too Heavy. You Don't Care For Me Enough To Cry. Hang Me In The Tulsa County Stars. I like that one a lot. Um, Sad songs, right? Cherokee. I think that's the saddest one. He's a big dude, John Moreland. But, really good at writing sad songs. Anyway, Anna Tibble. She's also dating Jeffrey Martin, who I like him a lot, too. I don't know either of those two people. 
yeah, I, I don't. John Moreland's big in his arena. Like if you like alt country or uh, like Americana acoustics type stuff, like he's, you'd know his name, I would guess. He's pretty big. He's had some really big albums. Diana Tibbles uh, and uh, Jeffrey Martin are not. I like them. Like Cherokee's got 2.4 million on this for him. Some There's some songs and bands I listen to and then I look at them on Spotify and I'm like, oh, no one knows this? <laughs> Wow. I didn't realize that. There's one. Uh, all right. So Anna Tibble's top song on Spotify has 2 million listens. I wish there was a way to organize Spotify. Maybe there is that I don't know. Like, no, like actually show me their top songs, like sort them. Because what they do is they show you like their top five right now. Okay. And then they show you their total numbers. So like Illinois is their top five right now. It's got 2.5 million. But I don't know if that's her highest listen to song. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. I always thought that um, when you just go to the artist page, I thought that list of five was their most listened to ever. No, it's uh, not. It's 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 in order because if they'll have like John Moreland, he has two off his new album that have 150 K. Uh, and that that's not because that's not right. Like his top song has 11.5 million. Okay. Which, which is what I was saying. Like, if you like know him, if if you like this kind of music, you know who John Moreland is. Oh, I see. Okay, it's on their page. It's called Popular. Yes. Mm. But I I would love to know some of that data. Like, I think they hide it for other songs. I'm looking now, and yeah, even if you like go to it, it doesn't show you. It doesn't show, it only shows you the plays for those top ones? Unless there's a way to do this that I don't know about. Maybe the number one is the most listened to, but then it's just... I don't even think so, though. No, it's not. Drake's number one is not... It has 180 million, and the one a few below that has 2 billion, so... Yeah. Well, well. Spotify's kind of odd, because you just got to get into the... So that's like everything. You just got to get in the algorithm, but their algorithm is very hand-picked. Like, you can... They'll push you. Yeah. If you want. I don't think YouTube is like really just algorithm. They probably push some people. But I don't. Yeah, I guess so. And they bury people. Yeah. I wonder though. Music industry is way different. They've had so much trouble with payola. Shit like that. We've got a um, a playlist here uh, from when we went to L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other house yeah. was Sam, Luke, Taylor, and I out there, and we made a playlist, and it just combines songs that we individually listen to that it thinks the four of us together would like. I thought that was interesting. What genres were it? Like Everything. Pop? It just, so this, it's a playlist. It says, a blend of music for the four of us, which updates daily. And next to every song, it has the little icon of, the main person out of the four yeah. of us that they're pulling that song from. Oh. Okay, interesting. You know how we used to do it on family car trips was you just pass the iPod around and everyone gets a song. In the queue. But, because this was before Spotify, so it had to be like on the iPod. Mm-hmm. And Luke, who's 10 years younger than me, eight years younger than my sister, he would always put on Bo Burnham. And we were like, or like some comedy routine. Yeah. So it'd be like song, song, oh. and then... Like a hour, 
No, like, but like just one song, like mm. a two minute of a stand up. But mm-hmm. Luke was like twelve, and he would just, and we we're like, you know, you're supposed to build off the flow here. Like, yeah, you, know, yeah. you went punk, uh, pop. Okay, I'll go punk pop. Well, that kind of leads us into this. Uh, now we're doing like, right. you know, and then I was like, <laughs> it was Bo Burnham all the time. Right. Back in like 2009, like 18 year old Bo Burnham when he was just like on YouTube. Yes. Anyway, welcome to the morning show. Should we take a call and then should we do like some geography, like find a small town in America, review some shows? That sounds good to me. Uh, We had four people call in the second that this show started, which we always appreciate. But this Jake Eliff guy, I've never seen him call in before, so I invited him to join. Hell yeah. And maybe I'll do a baseball reference deep dive. We were just talking about that. Oh, you definitely should. Jake Eliff. So on the other, on Jolly's show, they play some game on Baseball Reference, and I don't know what game they're playing, but I'm intrigued. Oh, they play like you have to you have to look at the box score and you have to guess the player. Oh, I'd be so bad at that because I don't know if it's before 2004. I don't know anything. Just like 90s Yankees from the World Series DVDs because I lived in places we didn't get the game right and if it's from before 2017 and yeah. about like any national i know nothing yeah like i didn't grow up how baseball works i grew up a yankee fan recently i've delved into the whole league and following everything right i obviously knew the american league because the yankees played a lot of american league teams but like my knowledge of the national league is almost zero right People get mad at me when like, I get things wrong. I'm like, why? I don't. I, I'm not hiding that fact. Yeah. Uh, hello. Oh, hello, Jake. Well, Jake, Jake ditched us, so I just invited the first person in line. Not Jake, which was our guy Alex. Not Jake. What's up, Alex? How are you? Not much. I'm. I'm doing. I'm doing pretty good. I can't lie. That's good. Do you? Uh, how, are you how are you doing? I'm all right. I'm good. I am. Uh, you know. Busy praying that the heat goes away, and I'm I'm doing the same. Lone, I'm lonely. My dogs are at the at the boarding. They're boarded for the week, and Katie and James are away with my family on a little like vacation. So I've just been home alone, which is that's, a wild. That's thing not to the do. worst thing. Yeah, I've just been getting work done, so that's cool. I moved my entire computer and an office out of the basement to the upstairs kitchen just commandeered it okay and the okay. yankees are playing games that end at 1 a.m which stinks and they're like bad so that stinks so i'm all right all things considered yeah it's it's terrible i did not have fun yesterday or i guess today they're just like lifeless man. staying up yeah. it, it's how not are you fun. It's how's not your fun. tuesday going it's going pretty good i got out of in college, I got out of class. I have another class in a little bit. What what class was hanging it? out? Uh, intro to mass media. Wow. Yeah. Is it pro mass media yeah. or like anti mass media? Um, I'd say it's fairly neutral so okay. far. Wow, great, no bias. Yeah. What's the goal of in, like I, I mass media? I, Just learning how it works. Yeah, I don't know. We're only we're only, this is only my second week, so it's just kind of like you know. And it's an intro class. Are you a freshman or a sophomore? Yeah, 
I'm a freshman. So you're a freshman so. in college, so you're like two weeks into college life? Yes. Is it fun? That's usually the best time. It's like summer camp. No, I'm, I'm having a good time. The, the only downside is is uh, my dorm room's about 85 degrees at all times. Oh, uh, it's, yeah. It's not, it's not pleasant. That stinks. My my school, the the history building, which I was a history major, didn't have AC. So I had to, and I like only wore gray shirts and I had to quickly buy right. a ton of new shirts because I would sweat. Like I, I went in with a light gray shirt and I left with a dark gray shirt. People were looking at me and I was like, just shrugging. Like, I don't know, man. Like it's fucking so hot in here. So I had to buy new shirts to wear. But that was when I was still wearing cotton all the time. Like I'm out on cotton. Because I I have identified right. the problem, but that's awesome. Do you, you have know, a major yet? Uh, yes. As of right now, it's journalism. Nice. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm having a good time here so far. I can't complain. What school? Unless you don't want to say. No, I don't mind. Uh, Stony Brook. Oh, nice. We had a, a yeah. there's a baseball player, Canadian baseball player, played at Stony Brook, and we he lived at our house for a summer. Johnny Caputo, I believe. Got oh, drafted cool. by the A's at a high school and then went to Stony Brook. I'm sure there was there was a they had won the Mets earlier. Or went to the World Series. Stony Brook went to the World Series in like 2013. Something like that. Uh yeah, probably somewhere around there. Not for I forgot I he was on the Mets this year, outfielder for the Mets this year. He played here. Um He's probably on that twenty thirteen team. I'll find him. Probably, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm blanking on the name right now. He's the long hair, um, long blonde hair. I believe uh, Mets fans love Travis them. Jankowski. Yes, yeah, Jankowski. Yeah, he played here. I I believe. Uh, yeah, Stony Brook. He's from Lancaster. Yeah. That's where my dogs are from. PA. Yeah. Really. Not the, uh, the not the Lancaster Barnstorm. Not from. Lancaster. Oh, Lancaster. Oh, oh. you have oh. to say it like you're Amish. Lancaster. Yeah, Where's okay? We're still talking about the same town. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying there's two different. Towns. No, oh, okay. just don't pronounce it like it a Lancaster. noob. It's Lancaster. I've never heard you say noob, and I didn't like it. <laughs> That's rocket power, right? Not the. Or is that internet? I don't know. Shuby is rocket power. Anyway, all right. Well, what's your next class today? Um, I think it's another intro. It's another intro class. It's it's intro to digital journalism. So yeah, if you're like yeah, smart at all, you don't, of, you could just just pick up a hobby during class and you're fine. Intro classes are nothing. Yeah, I would just read. I just bring a book and read. Right now, my hobby during class is just mindlessly looking at. Instagram or, or baseball stuff or just writing stuff down, you yeah. know. <laughs> I was I'm a big doodler. I just trace like trace everything. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. You too. All right. See you, man. I'm on Baseball Reference now. I'm at I'm at uh, Stony Brook. People that have been drafted for or like played mm-hmm. from Stony Brook. There's only. One, two, three, four, five that have accrued war or have played because one guy has zero war. Right. Daniel Zamora. But 
he was drafted in 2015. So, like, it is recent. There's one from 1995. Joe Nathan. Wow, I didn't know that. He got 26.7 war. I didn't know he was a Stony Brook guy. Then Travis Jankowski has a second most war. Then Tom Kohler. Nick Trapino. I know that name. Was he on the Yankees? I don't know that name, unfortunately. He was not. Why do I know this name? Damn. I don't know. That's uh, it's a name that I feel like I know. So now I'm upset. It doesn't seem like I should know it, but I should know it. Hey, how I u- how I used to do this, how I used to do baseball reference deep dive, and I'm recording my screen, so you have this for like uh, the YouTube now. I am on randomnamegenerator.com. Actually, this is a weird one. It's called behindthename.com. So it's different than the one I usually go. The options are masculine, feminine, ambiguous. So we'll just go masculine because that means we're going to get like a male name, which is going to help us out more, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? It gave me Alexander Loop. I'm out on that website. That's a, See ya. I'm just going to go to random the, the regular random name generator I used to go to. Mm-hmm. Male names. You can go common, average, or rare. What would you like? Average. Generate name. I'll give you three options, Maddie. Okay. Malcolm, Alberto, or Marvin. Malcolm. Okay, so now we'll go to baseball reference. How many Malcolms do you think played in the big leagues? Um, I will go with 24. What? You think 24 Malcolms played in the big leagues? I'm assuming, based on your reaction, that you think that's very high. <laughs> that's crazy high. Oh, oh. I said 24. You misheard. Oh, what did you mean to say? Two to four? Yeah. Yeah. That's good, because there's two. I told you. Yeah, two to four. You were right. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, there's a guy named Scrappy Brown, and his name was first name was Malcolm, so there's three. So you're saying I hit the nail on the head two to four. You know what? There's a lot that go by Mac. So there are more than just the two. Because I found a Mac, Mac MacArthur, and his given name was Malcolm. His name was Malcolm MacArthur. What a mouthful of a name. So he's my first click. I used to do stuff like finding the best red. Remember? There was like all these guys with the nickname red. Who was the best of all the reds? Uh... Mal Eason was his given name was Malcolm. So you got a lot. So we'll find the best of all of the given names Malcolm. There's like five. This is fine. When we're done this, can you give me a name that has had around 24 so I can understand the name's commonality? Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know how to like find that. We can just like punch. You in. have to guess a name that would be around 24. Trevor, but okay. recently there was like no Trevors in baseball before 2015, and now it's dominating the sport. Right. Mac Hills, that's a cool name. Uh, Malcolm McDonald, I already clicked on him, right? Wait. Wow, there's a Mac Malcolm MacArthur and Malcolm McDonald. So like the Macs like naming their kids Mac. And then Joe McDonald's name was Malcolm McDonald. If my last name started with Mac, I don't think I'd name my kid Mac. Because then their nickname could very easily be Mac Mac. 
Which I'm kind of in on that. Nigga. All right. Mac MacArthur is from the United Kingdom, and he has negative 1.1 war. He played in... He didn't even play in the bigs. He's out. Why did he even come up? Okay, Mal Eason played in the big leagues from 1900 to 1906. He's buried at Black Oak Cemetery in Arizona. And his nickname was Kid. So he, we can learn more about him if you want. Mal Mallet. <laughs> so Mal Mal? Mal Mal. Mal Mal. Malcolm Francis Mallet. Uh, he appeared in two games, finished one. When you have so many guys that have that little experience and then you hear the number that there's only 20,000 big leaguers ever and we have like 50% of them played in two seasons or less. Mm -hmm. The amount of big leaguers that played in, say, 10 years is so few for a sport that's been around for 150 years. Yeah, yeah. We don't celebrate that nearly enough. It should be much more known like, he just got DJ Lemay just got 10 years service time. He's the 5000th. You know, or whatever it is. I don't know how many people might be less. I think I did this once too. This this is an aside. Let's find it. Uh how many MLB players 10 years? We only think of the guys that get 10 years. Like that's all our mm-hmm. So when you say 20,000, we're kind of thinking a lot of these guys got 10 years, but in reality that's not the case. Yeah. Um, this is an article, but it mm, doesn't seem to have the number. Come on, make the info easy to find. 82nd active player. No, not full time. Okay. I'm out. If I can't find it easily, I'm out. Mac Hills. His name was uh, Malcolm Hills played for the Yankees in one game. Scored a run, but didn't get in at, or got in at bat and scored a run for the Yankees. Oh, this guy looks badass. Malcolm McDonald, he played in two games for the Giants. He got three hits and scored a run. Anyone popping out to you? Um, This, this guy played in 10 games. Mal Mal played in like two games, right? So that's not really an option. Yeah, unless we want to go look at that game. No, go with the first guy. This guy's name is just Malcolm. No last name. His last name's unknown. Uh, he debuted in 1939, and he got one game, one plate appearance, one hit, one run, one total base. In 1939. That's incredible. Oh, I think this is the uh, like a Negro League player, so they don't have a lot of info on him. Yes. Mm. Yes. So th- so there's less info. All right, Scrappy Brown. I think he's also Malcolm Elmore Brown. So there's not a lot of info. All right, so we got Joe Mack, 10 games. Malcolm McDonald, two games. Malcolm Hills. Who's the best Malcolm then? It's like a really... Man, it's tough. There's, whoa, if there's a Malcolm that comes around in the league, you have such a good chance to be the best Malcolm to ever play baseball. Right now, the leader in war of all Malcolms is Mac Hills. 
with 0.2. Ooh. We need, is there a Malcolm in the minor league system? Like, we need to let him know. We have that ability. You run farm to fame. And, um, oh, I'll let him know. But on baseball reference, it'll bring up minor leaguers. But active minor leaguers named Malcolm. Because we got to let him know they have, like, a hell of a chance. They got to beat. Who's the leader in the clubhouse? Uh, Mac Hills. Buried in Cambridge Cemetery. Bats right, throws right. He's got 0.2 war, and that leads all the Malcolms. He made his debut in 1924. Baseball reference, so crazy. I bet they have a bio on this guy. Matt Kills played for the New Haven Professors in 1927, and in a September game played each of nine positions. All right. We got an Andrew Romine on our hands here. There's one Malcolm in the active minor leagues. What's his name? One sec, I'll find it. Malcolm Van Buren. He's a pitcher drafted by Kansas City in the 31st round in 2016. And this season, he has a 4.55 ERA in 28 appearances. So he's a relief pitcher. Ah, damn. You think this puts a lot of pressure on him? Probably. Now, did you check to see if there's any people named Mac? That are actual Malcolms? No, I just searched Malcolm on minor leaguers baseball reference. All and right. then scrolled until I saw a bold one. And he's the only bold one, which means active. Yeah. I don't know. It might be put too much pressure on him to guy, try and beat out Mac Hills. Mal, Mac Hills, did you hear what I said? He played every position in the minor league game? I did hear that. He appeared in one game with the 1924 Yankees coming up from the Atlanta Crackers. in 19- That seems like a... Yeah. Why were they named that? Oh, this guy's actively on the Braves uh, in high A. 23 years old. Oh, the the Atlanta Crackers were named after the Atlanta Firecrackers. Okay. Um, he's that who was that the guy you had? Yeah. Van Buren? Van Buren. Malcolm Van Buren is a very How how long would it take a reliever to get to point 3 war? I'd have to ask foolish baseball. Should we ask Jolly? Yeah. Is Jolly here? Maybe. Ooh, yeah. Let's see if see who just go ask the office who's the best at war. Okay. Who's the best at knowing war? Because we got a mission on our hands now. Uh and then I'll tell you more about the 5'10, 165 pound Malcolm David Hills. He kind of looked like Jordan Montgomery. He's from Massachusetts. All right, so in his debut game, Mac Hills debuted for the Yankees in September 13th. He got one inning. The Yankees are up 16-1. to Bullet Joe Bush pitched a nine-inning one-hitter. And when did our guy Malcolm get in here? Where are you? Oh, he reached on an error. Damn. He pinch hit for Aaron Ward to lead off the ninth inning in a 14 to nothing game. Reached on an error. Probably a hit. Bad scorekeeping. Then, then bullet Joe Bush, the pitcher 
who was in his ninth inning, hit a double to score him. So that was what he did in his debut for the Yankees. Now let's play a fun game I used to play called This is the 20s. So there's going to be some fun names. Let's read off the names from these teams in the 1920s. On the Yankees, we had Whitey, Joe, Babe, Wally, Bob, Fred, Aaron, Mac, Everett, and Bullet. Whitey, Joe, Babe, Wally, Bob, Fred, Aaron, Mac, Everett, Bullet, and Lou. Lou as well. On the White Sox, we had Johnny, Harry, Eddie, Earl, Bib, Willie, Ray, Bernie, Buck, Mike, Ted, Maurice, and Happy. Not that crazy. I mean, we got Happy. Buck's probably a nickname. Bib's probably a nickname. Bernie's probably a nickname, but not like a baseball nickname. Probably just like shirt for like Barnaby. Happy Foreman's real name was August Foreman. He was a pitcher. And he got 11.1 innings pitched over six games. I'm saying, man. Buck Krause's real name was Clyde. He's pretty good. Bib Fox's real name was Bib. His middle name was August. Two of these guys had the name August. That's rare. His brother was Chet Falk. He also played. And Bib's nickname was Jockey. Was he short? No, he's six foot tall. Bernie's real name was Bernard. Happy's real name was August. Which is my least happy month of the year. So how do you get how do you get 0.2 war? I mean, we can look at what he did. Mac Hillis. He got nine hits in 39 plate appearances with zero walks, six strikeouts, one homer. So he did hit a home run. Who did he hit a home run off? Mac Hillis hit a home run off. It was an inside-the-park homer, Matty. No. So off Dazzy Vance, a movie star. That's a good a Hall of Famer. Outfielder probably made a bad play. Dazzy was so mad at him. What are you looking up? You're fer- ferociously Googling. I have been searching for one Yankee reliever that has anywhere close to .3 war, and none of them do. They're way over. Other than Greg Weiser, they're all like .7 or higher. So can't you just Google like uh, MLB players with less than one war career? I was also looking this season. They're all over. So if he makes it, he can accrue the war to be the best Mac Malcolm in all of baseball. That's what I'm thinking. Do we let him know or do we let him know when he gets to AAA? AAA. Where was he drafted? 31st round. (sighs) That's tough. It's a tough journey ahead, but I i mean, I believe in him. Me too. Damn. That is a tough path. This game, 16 to 1, 1 hour, 43 minutes long. Rob Manfred salivating. 
Babe Ruth hit a homer. So did Bob Musial. So did Aaron Ward. The Yankees lit up Ted Lyons and Mike Svengross. All right, that's our baseball reference deep dive. Is anyone trying to call or should we move on to a town or should I do a review of a show or a movie I watched? No, we, we have some callers. We can do them, then move on to something else. Okay. Uh, I invited the Jazzy Penguin. Ooh, that's fancy. Hello? Hello. Yo, can you hear me okay? We got you. Can you hear us? Yeah, it's clear. Nice. How are you doing? I'm good. Just out for a morning walk with my dog, chilling. Hell yeah. What kind of dog do you have? A uh, miniature schnauzer. All right. I don't know. I don't know dogs that well. I always ask that question that I'm like, ah, I don't really. I mean, I, I've heard of that. Right. Um, no, nah, she's sweet. She's like uh, under a year. So. Oh, nice. Just out walking. A lot of energy. Yeah. A lot. Cool. It's kind of tough, but. What else? What's going on? Got any uh, topic well, or I've question? Been, yeah, I, I've been wanting to call forever. I just never get up this early because I work uh, crazy hours on the weekends. But here I am. Nice. So one, my hometown where I'm from is called uh, Copperell, Texas. And it's like K through 12 high school. And in 1950 or 60, there was this like insane phenomenal weather event i thought you would love to hear what's it how do you spell it uh k-o-p-p-e-r-l copperl yeah they had some insane heat wave thing happen when my grandpa was a kid temperatures got up to like 150 thermometers like bursted car batteries were melting in the street it was insane is it right by the dallas fort worth airport uh no, that's Coppell. Okay, all right. So this auto is smaller. That. It keeps. Yeah. How do you spell it? K O P P E R L. I did C from the start, so it didn't like it. Wow, I found yeah. it. It's a nice little little neighborhood of a town. This is where you grew yeah, up. Yeah, it's really small. There's liter- Yeah, there's literally nothing there. You have to go like thirty minutes away to an actual grocery store and everything. To what it looks like Waco's by there in Fort Worth. Yeah, kinda. What was the town? Did you go to Hillsboro? Is that where you went to get groceries? No, uh, we went to Cleburne. Is where I kind of like graduated high school and stuff. Okay. How many kids were in your graduating class? Uh, in Copperall, my mom's graduating class probably had around like twenty. I probably had around 20 there, but in Cleburne, where I moved to graduate high school, I had around like 500. Okay. So that's north. I see it. That's kind of like yeah. it looks like there's a, a path to Fort Worth in in uh, Cleburne. Like the was it 174 yeah, gets a, you there? And there's towns yeah, along the way. Yeah, you can get way. there pretty quick. There's a yeah. Sam's Club. Get everything you need. All right, I'm super interested in this in this event. I'm gonna I'm gonna get lost in a little Google of it. Yeah, it's actually insane. For the longest time, there was no like uh anything on it like when i was growing up i graduated high school in 2017 and i always would google it because i heard stories from my grandparents and you could never find anything but until recently they finally chalked it up to like an insane weather event but low-key i kind of think it's like some nuclear testing shit to be honest all right we're gonna get in here and figure this out thank you for the lead
we're gonna you know yes and then uh i have one more thing if that's cool yeah yeah what else uh so this could be for jake i don't know it's something i've never understood why he hasn't thought of or heard it on any video or anything but so californication right the lyrics where it says tidal waves yeah all you have to do is to insert tyler wave right there flows perfectly all right i will let him know that i don't know that's foo fighters right he's a red hot chili peppers guy is that Red Hot Chili Peppers? That is no, it's Red Hot. <laughs> yeah, that's Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Why did I think that? Uh, yeah, 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 he's a Red. He's a Chili Peppers guy. So I'll just let him know. It's a huge yeah. miss that if Wade comes back up, he's got to do that. Absolutely, we'll, we'll credit, 100%. We'll credit you and all of Copper. Copper. Hell yeah! And right. uh, I don't know. I was uh, the one guy who sent in the uh, presidential draft for JJR. Oh, nice! That was fun. We put him in a lineup, right? Yeah. And then we did a lineup with them. That, that was, was like fun. the highlight of my life. <laughs> that was a fun one. I think people actually Huge. tuned in. I think it got good views and shit. Yeah. I think that was a, yeah. And then some people tuned in in the baseball world. I remember a reporter. It wasn't passing, but it was someone of that ilk, like, messaged us with theirs. And I was like, oh, you listened? Oh, oh no, 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 no. Look at that. It wasn't, it wasn't passing. It was um, an actor. That, that listens. Oh wow! Look yeah. at me. Yeah. Look cool. at us. That was you fun. Know? Cool. All right, man. Huge. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get lost in in your hometown. I'm interested now. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Thanks for calling Go in. For it. Yeah. See ya. See ya. So, Maddie, on the Wikipedia for cop roll, mm-hmm. pronounced cop roll. It says there right away. Mm-hmm. Yep. They just have a climate chart. Yes, I did see that. It's like black. right away. <laughs> the record high temperature. In June is 140 degrees. Is that what I'm looking at? Yeah, and it's black. Which means you die? I think so. That's what he's talking about? I mean, up here, do you want me to read this? Yeah. Shortly after midnight (laughs) on June 15th, 1960, a freak meteorological phenomenon, a heat burst, struck the community when a dying thunderstorm collapsed over Copperall. The storm had rained itself out, and while there was no precipitation to cool down the resulting downdraft, superheated air descended upon the community in a form of extremely hot wind gusts up to 75 miles per hour. What? I've never heard of anything like that. Above the official all-time high. Yeah, this says above the all-time high, it hit peaking near 140 degrees, all-time high for the state of Texas, and exceeding the highest official temperature recorded on Earth. So is this just the highest temperature of all time ever? What's going on here? The temperatures stink. Like, the record high in August is 112 degrees, and the average average high is 96. That's too hot. Don't live there, people. Well... We're speaking to 225 people. Yeah, and they they probably like it. There's a lake they right like by. But, I mean, a heat burst, and, like, I've never heard the words, a dying thunderstorm collapsed. No. I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, so, like, uh, documented cases of heat bursts. So, we had one recently in Roseburg, Oregon 
But it, it got to 100 degrees. I mean, there's nothing even close to 140 degrees on this list. It says, possible that the one in copper rose to above 140 as thermometers designed to detect such temperatures broke. Did people die? Like, wouldn't you die? Yeah. All right, I'm going to... I'm gonna Google it. Copperal heat burst. It's called Satan's storm. That's that'll give you all the results. It was in 1904. No, 1960. Oh, <laughs> I googled copperal heat burst, and it just says the pop the population peaked in 1904. Mm-hmm. So there's a Reddit thread. Did the 140 degrees copperal Texas heat burst really happen? Right on our weather. Um. So let's see. Heat bursts happen all the time. Hitting 140 degrees is wildly extreme, but could be true. Here are some extremes. All the extremes, like this one's from 1909 and this one's from 1949. Is there like YouTubes of heat bursts? I never heard of a heat burst. Heat burst. Uh, 11 years ago, a heat burst happened. In. I'm watching the news. Iowa. Our Eric Hansen found out that in towns all across southwest Iowa, people were asking, did you feel what moved through town just before sunset? At 713 last night, no one here in Anita had... <laughs> the 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 town sign for Anita is a a bear in uh, plaid pants holding a whale, <laughs> and it says Anita, a whale of a town. Oh my God. And then this guy's this guy Eric Hansen's just standing in front of that sign talking about it. Clue what the next few moments were about to bring, but once it got here. No one had any question about what it was either. Ask around. I was then making dinner. And you'll find. I was in my garden. Everyone remembers. I was here working. Exactly where they were. We had been out on our front patio. When suddenly. I noticed the, the temperature change. I felt this heat rising up through the window. And I said to my husband, you need to come here. It just felt like when you open your oven after it's been... Preheated. It was a big change, something that was extremely noticeable, not just minor. This was like, I thought the house was on fire. I looked out the window to see if there was something going on because it was so sudden. All right. Anita, Iowa got it. I don't know. I don't believe that it was 140 degrees. Wow. I just don't. I mean... That's crazy. And it's from 1902, so it's like, what can we trust here? But Copper, Texas is tiny. Yeah. Not a big place. Copper, Texas. Driving Texas back roads. Look at this. There's a YouTube video I'm watching now called Copper Station, 208 views. Shout out to Jim Hudley. And it's just an an old train. 
an old train station. I mean, it just looks like a building at this point, mm-hmm. I guess. But that's cool. All right. A small town we learned about. Founded in 1881, named after Galveston banker and railroad tycoon Moritz Capral. It was a regional shipping point along the Gulf, Colorado, and Santa Fe Railroad. It's peaked at 329 people. Man, and then it just stayed in the 200s forever? Forever, yeah. People don't come, people don't leave. Mm -mm. Just dying and breeding, it seems like. Some would say. You You think people say that? Some. All we do here is die and breed. <laughs> That's what that guy opened his call with. He told us. <laughs> That's a good line. Yeah. If we write a movie about a small town, an old man should say that. Yeah. Right away. Yeah. Only thing that changes in Anita is the dying and the breeding. <laughs> it's good. Paints a picture. We've been dying and breeding for yeah, 200, 200 years. years. Yeah. We don't get many visitors. And we don't go many places. We kind of like staying here in Anita. <laughs> um, back roads. I had pulled up a list when we were talking 10 years service time. Yeah. If I gave you one chance to name one player that hit it this season. DJ LeMayu. Do you know that? Yeah. We, yes. Okay. It's pick somebody deal. else. Pick somebody else? Yeah. Well, if you know it. Sergio Romo. I have to scroll through the list now. Do control F. Type Romo. Uh okay. But Romo's been in the league forever. Unfortunately incorrect. I think he got it a couple years ago. Evan Longoria, did he get it? Or did he get it a couple years ago? A couple years ago must be. Not on this. Justin Turner. Nope. Looks like JD Martinez. Yep. Got Good it. Good one. Who's that on the bottom right there? Danny Duffy. Hell yeah, Duffy. Who's that? Kyle Seeger. Is this in last year's list? Wow, out of date. That's on me. Or maybe they're just counting up. That's like a very funky website. Looks like it was made for children. MajorMLBPlayers.com. Ten years. And then it lists everybody in order from when they got it. So who's the most recent? According to this, you Darvish. Hey, who? Who Darvish? Bino stream tonight, Maddie. Are you in it? I think so. I'm fifth on the sheet. Where did I finish? Uh, I'll tell you in. Who do you play? Seconds. Or we? It's a draft. I assume it's a draft. So you're draftable. Yep. I mean, I don't think I finished my games. I vowed to take this season more seriously, and then I think I I, I did for a while. So this is also before the negatives go in for missing games, but you're currently in sixth. How many negatives am I going to get? Probably minus three because you only played six games. Okay, so who do I have to play? I'll play them right now. Uh, Today at 3 o'clock is the cutoff, FYI. Okay. Uh, You have to play... Jake? Bino League, Slack, and you have to play... BBD, Jake. I, I'm i doing shows with those guys today. We can make it happen. We can play during a show. It looks like those are the only two people you have to play. Easy. Oh, and Ice Jack. He stinks, too. Yeah, so he's should, last. Is he here? So yeah, I should get here. a game in against him. Oh, yeah. And he's, he's like last. relegated, so he doesn't care. So I'll up my points. Probably. That's huge. All right. I'll use him as a warm up for Jake. 
and uh, BBD. They're all here. I'll play my games. I was never concerned about Fucking it. Fucking climb up the standings. Get myself in second place. I'll do it. Doubt me. See what happens. So you currently have four wins. First place is seven wins. If you sweep it. Who's in first? Luke. Yeah. Where's Jake and BBD? Both second and third. Yeah, so I'm coming for them. They haven't played me yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Hey, um, should I do these reviews of movies? It feels like it, we're just never like going to do it. I think one week we have to start the show with that ready yeah. to go. Yeah, I wonder if this show should become more structured and punchy like I used to do it. Or if it should be rambling. Or if like we should just have fun. I, I, because it's not, you know, we're doing it on amp. Yeah. It's a small crew. I don't think this, the goal of the show is ever to grow. We're at 50 minutes. If you want to do something else for 10 minutes. Why don't I, why don't you put 42 seconds on the clock? Okay. Or no, do 45 seconds on the clock and I'll review all the shows in 45 seconds that I've seen recently and movies. Do you want me to? Show you the clock? Yeah, you just hold it up. Okay. I guess. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. 45 seconds to review all the shows and series I have watched recently. Blackbird on Apple TV is probably my biggest one that I enjoyed the most. I think everyone's going to like it. I love Dennis Lehane books, and I like Dennis Lehane shows. And it's about prison, which people enjoy prison stuff. It's got mind hunter vibes and true crime because they're hunting down the uh, a, a serial killer and then like undercover detective and CIA or not CIA, but you know, uh, it's really good. Becoming Elizabeth is a period piece that I enjoyed, but I wouldn't really recommend to a bunch of people. But if you like period pieces, it's, it's there severance. I think I'm going to enjoy season two way more than season one. Cause I, all I wanted in season one to happen was them to get to the point where they know this is happening. And then I want to watch them fix it. And that's season two. Bam. I didn't get to some and that's fine. I didn't get to 13 Bodies, The Cave Divers, Dark Winds, The AMC Show, or the new Woodstock documentary. I'm halfway through the Elvis movie. Fell asleep. It's all right. It's good. Baz is doing it. You know that guy? You know directors? No. You don't know who Baz Luzram is? Because you don't like Australians. Yeah. I think he's Australian. I chose to not know who that was. You probably do know who he is. I just don't know how to pronounce his last name because it's like Lerman. He's from Australia. Mm-hmm. L-U-H-R-M-A-N-N. Okay, Great Gatsby in 2013. Did you see that? Yes. That's Baz. Moulin Rouge back in 2001. Did you ever see that? No. You know about it? No. What about Romeo plus Juliet back in 1996? Wait, is Moulin Rouge on Broadway? Yes. That's how I know the name. Uh, Romeo and Juliet. No, I've never seen that. I with, know what that is. With Leonardo DiCaprio. No, I, n- I never watched it. And now he's doing Elvis. He's very fancy. Like he, he's very like uh, theatrical in a movie, and he's in love with the like the three D transitions now that we're all over Great Gatsby. I don't really like those. The whip. The 3D whip pan, like on Great Gatsby, when they go, 
across the bridge and the camera's like going from like the dude playing the trumpet in the mm-hmm. fucking high rise apartment and then it like whips across the whole sky and follows him on the bridge. Right. He's like falling. He's doing that in the Elvis doctor. I don't really like that. He makes it's like he makes good movies, but there's just like elements of his style that I don't like. But I love Romeo plus Juliet, the Claire Danes, Leonardo DiCaprio. I do enjoy that a lot. Claire Danes has a great line in it that I would like to use more in my day-to-day life. She's asking the priest for some info, right? Because she thinks, like, Leo's dead. She's, like, asking the priest for help. And he's fucking taking his time. Like, not being quick with his answers. So Claire Dane... I think I have this on my phone. She screams at him. And it's, uh... It's in like a Shakespearean scream, but it's awesome. I probably have it on my phone because I've had it on my yeah. God, she's holding a gun to his head as she says it. I don't even know what she said. Be not so long to speak. I long to die. Jesus. Yeah. God. <laughs> Like, hurry up, dude. I'm suicidal over here, and you're taking your time. Yeah, yeah. Be not so long to speak. I long to die. It's good, man. People don't realize how good that is. Also, uh, at one point, Leonardo finds out, like, she died or something. Or no, he finds out that Marsupio died, and he just screams, uh, I defy you, stars. (laughs) He's cursing at the stars. Fuck you, stars. You're not aligned right now for me. Right. Uh, yeah. There's a big, there's a big make Shakespeare into movies kick in the late 90s. There's that. There's 10 Things I Hate About You, which is a Taming of the Shrew remix, remake or whatever. There was a, there's some others too. Like the 90s, the 1990s was a big punch of like, let's turn Shakespeare into teen comedies. Right. I wonder if the copyright came up or something, and that's why that happened. Oh, probably. You had Much Ado About Nothing, 10 Things I Hate About You, Romeo and Juliet, uh, Hamlet in 1996, My Own Private Idaho, Shakespeare in Love won Best Picture in 1998, uh, Richard III in 1995. Like It was a big <sighs> thing in the 90s Like uh, to take, yeah, there's a ton, huh? Have you ever seen any of the ones I just said? No. You've never seen 10 Things I Hate About You? No. You should watch 10 Things I Hate About You. It's probably my favorite rom, like teen rom-com from the 90s. Okay. It's got Heath Ledger in it. Ah. And Alec Mack, who you fucking probably don't even know what that is. Alec Mack was a Nickelodeon show about a girl who there's a chemical spill and the chemicals out of the bins she gets like seeped in them or whatever yeah and then she gets powers she can turn herself into like a puddle and slide underneath doors she can i think move things with her brain powers yeah alec mack uh she's was in she's also in mad men and 10 things i hate about you probably one of my first like young crushes of like uh when she was in alec mack when yeah. i was like 8 Right. Crush on her. I don't know her real name. Alec Mack was the show. 
the secret world of Alex Mack. Alex Mack. Such a good intro. Would you want to grow up here? I have to. <laughs> I'm Alex Mack. I was just another average kid until my first day of junior high. Would you want to grow up here? I have to. <laughs> it looked like a fucking nice suburban town, man. Yeah. <laughs> I have to. I have to. All right, that's the morning show. Was she like naked in this scene as a little girl? No. No. I mean, this is too much. She's like 13. Oh, she's behind stuff. Yeah, yeah, but I yeah. mean, it's like very... Oh, no, it's, it's very clear much. she's naked and hiding behind boxes. Yes, too much. Can't do she that. always wore a backwards hat. She was like the cool girl. Right. You know? Yeah, I looked up on to see why there were so many Shakespeare movies, and there's there's nothing definitive. The demographic idea is boomers uh, viewed Shakespeare as the greatest writer ever, and now they were taking up the dis- creative decision-making in studios. Mm, okay. That is interesting. Like on public, like, you know, public domain comes up. Right. There's websites that track it. Like everything that's going to be in the public domain, I think. Mickey Mouse. They're going to pay off Congress. Yeah. Again. But, but I think like Winnie the Pooh's coming up soon. So that's why we saw like the one last like sanctioned, paid for the rights, Winnie the Pooh movie. Because when they come up, then you get all the. The spinoffs, yeah. like, you know, comedy Winnie the Pooh or horror Winnie the Pooh or right, like all the different like genres because the copyright holders don't have a say anymore. Right. So then you get all those. There was there was one that we, we just got like so many different versions of it um, in 2021. And uh, yeah, you usually see like the one last like big movie because... Because uh, whatever, whatever I just said, this website stinks. It's a hundred years, right? Yes. Is there a hundred, like some uh, Heming, some Hemingway stuff? But no, I think it's less than that. It is, or at least it started less than that, and then Disney kept backing it up further and further. Yeah, they do that. Uh, like Great Gatsby was the other thing. That was the last push when they did that because it was coming up soon. Right. And then and then you're going to get like, you know, all the different versions of Great Gatsby. So. But with the Mickey, it's just Steamboat Willie, I think. That would hit the. I think it's the whole character. I don't know. I don't know. That's the end of the show.